Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 252, and today I'm excited to share with you my next guest, who I actually met in Denver at our live event, at our TAS Breakthrough Live event, and uh, he went there a little confused, not really sure where he was heading. He kind of had an idea, but he was very, very confused, a little overwhelmed. And today I want to give you an update and he's going to give you that update on how he's now rated around the $20,000 per month mark and uh, pretty excited about it. So he's going to share exactly where he was and where he is now and how he got there and some of the struggles and the obstacles. And, and I mean, let's face it. I mean, some of the mind shift stuff too. I mean, it, you know, we, some, Sometimes overthink some of these things and I mean I'm guilty of it you know sometimes you just think a little bit too much and sometimes you just got to take one step further and I really uh, think that from listening to this interview you're going to see that that you know we can get all this information we can get overwhelmed but then we have to kind of go back to basics and sometimes it's just being reminded of that so uh, really excited to share this interview with you I did want to remind you that if you wanted to read the transcripts to this full interview you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 252 that's episode 252 and uh, you can see the show notes there the transcripts you can download those if you prefer uh, and the links that we discuss will be in there as well I'd also like to remind you that if you're interested at all in attending one of our upcoming live events uh, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live and you can number one see one of our last events kind of like some of the highlights but then you can also uh, register uh, for notifications of when we do another upcoming live event which will be soon, by the way, so definitely go check that out, and uh, it is very limited as far as how many people can attend, so if you're interested at all, uh, definitely go check that out and uh, do a pre-registration there as far as, like, get on the list, and uh, that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash live. All right, so let's jump into it. Let's listen to this awesome, amazing interview that I did with Jarrett Colton. Hey, Jarrett, what's up, man? Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. What's happening, man? How are you, Scott? I'm super psyched to be on. Oh, I am. I'm excited to have you on, man. It's been a little while since we actually met in person, and uh, that was in uh, in Denver at our TAS Breakthrough Live. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. We had a great time, but uh, you've had some things happen since then, and that's really what I want to dig into. So uh, you're pretty excited about what's been going on, huh? I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, I, it's actually funny. I, I walked into the event sort of my head spinning in like 15 different directions, um, and uh, kind of a little bit nervous about what was going to happen. Since then, things have been, I mean, for me, they've been amazing. Um, I think our the results that we've gotten in the past, uh, I don't know, it's been about seven, eight weeks since we launched, have been, really have exceeded our expectations. That is uh, awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Now, 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 let me ask you, though. Okay, so give me a little bit of a background before you came to the event, okay, uh, what, where, what were you doing and kind of like what were you dabbling in? I know you told me a little bit, I think, uh, in an email that you wrote me a little bit about eBay and stuff like, g- just give us a little bit of a, of a backstory as far as like what yeah. you've been dabbling in and, and, and kind of like lead us up to kind of like you wanting to go to the event and then what you were expecting to happen. Okay. Um, yeah, so eBay, that was, goodness, that was a long time ago. So eBay, I actually 
started selling on eBay back in 97, 98. Oh, now, wow. Okay. Now, now I'm dating myself. Um, <laughs> hey, I was there too, man. <laughs> and uh, it, it was actually, it was amazing because first of all, no one I even knew, knew what eBay was. Um, it, so it was, it was really new. Um, but I used to go door to door in my town to different stores that sold everything from clothing to tennis rackets and literally just ask them after they were done with their sale, if they would just sell me the products at, uh, you know, 80, 90% off. And a lot of people did. Um, wow. So it, it, it was actually a really, it was a good experience for me. I ended up sell, uh, selling a ton of stuff, paid off my college loans within 48 months of graduating. So wow. it, it was, yeah, it was really awesome. Um, plus I was, you know, I was 23 years old with tons of money. Um, so it was a lot of fun also. <laughs> yeah. Um, now uh, that's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, so you basically went out and kind of did uh, not even necessarily like retail art, but was just kind of like, cause some of the stuff was probably used too, right? Well, none of it was used, but basically, so the way, what I would do is I would wait until the sale signs would go down in the stores and they would basically put all the rest of the junk in the back. Yeah. Um, and I would go in and say, look, you know, you had it on sale for 70 off. You didn't sell it. How about I'll pay 80 off? And, and a lot of people were very receptive to it. Wow. Um, wow. So yeah, it, uh, it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Uh, so that was, that was, that was going, going back a little while. Um, but it was an effective strategy. And I think that strategy probably could even work today. Yeah, it, it worked. It worked super well. I mean, I don't. I haven't looked at eBay in a long time, but I, you know, I, I think that things have gotten a little bit more competitive. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was. I, I, you know, I remember Don. Don was on the the, the podcast. Yeah. I think that's he was. You know, he does similar things to that on a much grander scale. He, he still so. he still does that today. It's, exactly. Yeah, I mean, but he's got a you know he's got a team now and stuff. But exactly. and they they get calls to them that say, hey, we noticed that you wanted to come in and buy this. We've got this closeout. This store's going out of business. And then he'll get he'll get the call. And he exactly. actually turned that into a little bit of a brokerage where now he can like say to like let's say you were you were looking for a product, he could say. Hey Jarrett, you know I got uh, you know I got a hundred of these tennis rackets. I can give them to you for three bucks a piece. He might have paid two, exactly. Right, and he's going to make a buck a piece. So exactly. um, again, there's, there's a ton of different ways that you can go out there and make a little bit of upfront money to get started. I get a lot of people that say, "Well, how do I get started? How do I? How much do I need to get started?" You get started wherever you are, exactly. Uh, you know, so I, I love that story. By the way, I think it's relevant today too. Uh, but okay, so. So fast forward. Yeah, let's, let's let's fast forward a little bit. But you know, you took some time off. You went to college. You, you got a job and all that stuff. But what got you back interested in possibly getting into Amazon? So, well, I, I've always been obsessed with Amazon. I've been obsessed with online selling. I just never really got myself back into it. Um, and so, about when did I? Probably in September, my wife had decided that she really wanted to start. She wanted to start manufacturing some things and and. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and starting to sell them. And to be very honest, she had no idea how she was going to uh, do any of it, um, especially the selling part of it. So that's sort of where I jumped in. Okay. Uh, she had ordered products um, before I even, I mean, you know, I think in the back of our mind, we're like, oh yeah, we'll just stick it on Amazon. How hard can it be? Right, right. Um, I, and to be honest, I hadn't, I hadn't heard of you. I hadn't heard of anybody else. And I, we were incredibly naive. Um, so, you know, she placed some large orders for some products and again, we had no idea what we were doing with it. Um, so luckily enough, I think I Googled in back in October, um, how to sell on Amazon and, and, and you, you were the first thing that came up. Um, so yeah. And, and that's, that's sort of how it started. And and I, once I I heard your podcast, I, I couldn't get enough of it. And I, you know, tried to go through the back catalog and spent all my time doing that and became, I think what some people might say is obsessed. Uh, <laughs> and I've been yeah, there. 
Yeah, and, and then you know it was it was it, it sort of took a life of its own after that. Um, okay, so and, at, uh, at at that point, okay, so you you got some inf- you got some information, you know, kind of getting led through the process and all that stuff, and then you heard that I was going to do that live event, and you're like, you know, that that'd be cool. Let's let's get there. Get you know, it's only going to be for like thirty people because we're going to keep it closed. And uh, and so what were you, what were you hoping to take away? Because you still didn't have the product launched at that time, or were you in the process of launching? Where were you? I, I forget. I, I, I had hoped to have it launched by then, but I, it, it wasn't up. Um, we didn't get the product in time. Um, I got there. I have to be honest. I was so overwhelmed with, you know, listening to so many podcasts and, and trying to, you know, write notes on, you know, taking, having a photo shoot, putting a website up, Facebook, Instagram, Aweber, mm. lead page, lead pages. I mean, looking for new products, like, oh, you know, look, you know, trying to keep notes on everything, keep it all straight. I sort of was a little bit like bleary eyed mm. when I got, when I got to that event. Um, and I think my hope was that I was able to sort of get a little bit grounded and, and get back to center. Mm. Um, and it's exactly what it did. Um, okay. it's exactly what it did. I mean, I, I left that event and I literally shut off all podcasts. I stopped listening to everything and I just paid attention to the notes. Um, I think Carrie or, or I think it was yeah. Carrie wrote yeah. notes yeah. on it and passed it out to everybody. I literally, that just became my Bible, um, that plus some notes. And I, I really just took it from there. Nice. Okay, cool. And I know we had some really good conversations too after, you know, at nighttime and the networking and Dom, you know, he was, you know, he's got a wealth of information. I mean, to tap into him um, and his years of experience is, is, uh, is pretty, pretty awesome. But, you know, again, I think our main goal there was for wherever you are in the process to get you to move forward. Because like you said, we have so many ideas of what we can do. And I'm sure that you even got more ideas that, you know, during then that you're like, oh my gosh, like I could do that and I could do this. But it also, I think, brought it back to your reality to where you're like, okay, what's my next move? That's exactly right. Yeah. I I can't overemphasize that. It was literally, I was able to sort of see very clearly the next few steps that I needed to take. And I was Mm. able to completely put aside everything else and just focus at the task at hand. And, you know, you mentioned Dom before. I mean, Dom was a very animated character when he was on your podcast. And that's nothing. To, <laughs> that's nothing. In person, he's he's even even more. Um, so Dom was unbelievable. He was an amazing help. I mean, not only when he went up there and spoke about his business specifically, but like you had said, late night conversations, mm. uh, late night with Dom, with Sean, with with lots of other people. Um, were incredibly beneficial. Yeah. No, I, and again, I mean, like you said, the, the podcast didn't do Dom any justice. I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's a character in himself. He, he, should be, he should be a cartoon character. Yeah, he should. And Dom, Dom is listening. I'm sure he is. And maybe his staff is even listening too, because he said sometimes he plays it for the staff. So Dom, um, I think I just heard a name of a show there, Late Night with Dom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, Dom's going to love that. So uh Dom is uh, de- definitely getting some credit here. He's he was a great resource to have. His wife as well. I mean, she's a wealth of information. She's wonderful. Oh man, so um, yeah, a great couple. But um, yeah, so just being able to be surrounded with those people to me, even it got me excited. And it was funny. I talked to Bill uh, Shratwa, who was there as well, and uh, he just talk- I talked to him just the other day briefly, and he was like, "I'm still fired up." from the event and I got things I still want to implement and I'm just, he's still living on that high. And I think that's, that's key. It's getting the information, but then acting on it. And for you, like you said, you had those notes, but you have also things that you could do moving forward that you haven't even touched yet. So 
let, let's, let's kind of get to that point then. So your, your wife had ordered some product. Was that the product that you were definitely going with then as well? Or did you now have something else in place? Like where were you in that process? And then once the event stopped, where, what did you do first? So, okay. So she had ordered a bunch of products. Um, she actually has six styles with lots of children underneath it. So okay. let's just say there's multiple colored gar- garlic presses sure. with different sizes underneath everything. Okay. And I, I have to be honest with you, if, if I would have known what I know now, um, I definitely wouldn't have allowed her to order so many variations to start. I okay. mean, from day one, she was over 40 different individual SKUs. Wow. So, you know, get, trying to, the, 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 the first thing that I think I got a little bit concerned about and clarity around when I was at the event was, wow, I not only have to get one thing moving, but I have to worry about getting all of this stuff moving. And, mm-hmm. and how do I get it all to, you know, the, the top of the line or the front page? Um, so that was, you know, lesson number one, don't start with over 40 SKUs. Definitely would not advise that, especially keeping things in inventory and, mm-hmm. and tracking that. That's a bear in itself. Mm-hmm. But, yep, um, yep. So, you know, left the event, um, I think one of the number one takeaways um, listening to all the different people talk was high quality photos and how do you stand out? Um, and you know, my wife's great at this stuff. She organized, um, a a full day photo shoot, um, with a photographer and, uh, multiple models, uh, live models and props. And, and literally she spent a good amount of money on that. Um, not as much as you might think, because I think if you're careful, you can, you can cut costs, but she did a great job. And, those pictures, if you're scrolling, they stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, they stand out really well. And not only the main image, but there's you know six images behind it, um, all relevant, all really good, uh, really good images. So so that was that was one of the main, I think probably the number one takeaway. Um, spend money on images because mm-hmm. it definitely is going to work with conversions. Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's perceived value uh, all the way. I mean, and it's like you it, know, if you see a picture that's crappy, you're going to think crappy product. You see good pictures or the product being used and how it can, you can imagine what it's going to be like to use that. Well, that's exactly right. And, and honestly, it's about making it appear like we're a real company. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, we're not some guy in the garage just making some products. I mean, yep. we're, we're not much more than that. But in any case, I you know, I think perception is reality. So the images were, were, were great. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So where did you find the photographer? Was it someone online or was it someone locally? You know, it was, it was through, um, a friend of a friend of a friend, basically okay. that someone knew a, a photographer and, and he had a small little studio space and, um, it was, I remember walking in there thinking to myself, Oh goodness, this is a lot more than I signed up for. Hopefully my wife is able to sort of keep this thing in control. And, um, it was, it was a lot. Um, but I think it, it was definitely worth it. Yeah, no, I think pictures are probably one of your number one investments as far as in the listing itself. Uh, because like you said, I mean, if you get to page one, you got to still get people to click. Right. Um, and, and that's the, uh, that, that's the key there. And then once they do click, you want them to see exactly what the problem, we, we talked a little bit about this at the event. Like you can have like a picture, like showing what it's like you know, to not have the product and then you see happy face, right? Now this is what it is with the product. Now, if you don't have a product that you can do a comparison chart, that's fine. Um, you can still show it in a lifestyle picture of the, of it being used and someone being happy because they're using it, right? It's the same kind of idea. You can almost like create that, almost like that experience looking at it through the pictures, um, which I think is, is huge. Um, so you got those done and everything. So 
once you got ready to launch, let's kind of get to that point. Um, you've obviously, you know, optimized your listing and, and, and done all of your homework there. Um, what was your plan to, to launch? Okay. So, you know, I think I left that event thinking that I was going to do the same, you know, follow the same strategy as everybody else. I was going to obviously optimize the listing, which, which it is. Um, I was going to try to come up with, um, you know, a list of friends and family, and then I was going to start running some promotions. What ended up happening is a little bit different. So we, we put out a call to action on Facebook um, to friends and family, um, and it was actually amazing. It got shared, I think, 21 times. And, nice. and it, it, yeah, it went all over the place, and we got 200 people. We had set up a small, a small uh, landing page, and mm-hmm. we got about 200 people to sign up uh, with, with email addresses and said they were interested. Um, and that was sort of, you know, that was going to be the main way we started. We we're going to drip it out to that list. Sure. Um, again, you know, it's interesting. Something else Don had said to me um, was because our products are semi-related, really encourage people to buy multiple products from the beginning, mm. um, which I can tell you, I actually think that was probably the best advice I ever got because mm. to, even today, it's been almost two months, the products, every one of the products still shows a, a bought with and mm-hmm. all Tons of the other products are listed below, so that is definitely helping. Um, so I can't th- – that was awesome. Yeah, no, that's that, that's good advice because, like you said, if you can get in the Frequently Bought Together, uh, you know, down below, uh, that just that just works. It, and, works and, it so was well. like, it, it, and it was like that from day one, so that was really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. And then the other thing, you know, that I really took away from the event was find a way to solve somebody's problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and – so we really spent a lot of time trying to figure out how. I don't think it was so apparent with the products that we're, we're selling. Um, and, but we did. And we, we combed through listings and we found um, lots of different things. And, and we really sort of spoke to that. So again, the listing was optimized. Um, and then, <laughs> so just one funny little story. So when we set up the listings, we made a huge mistake. We set them up as merchant filled. Oh, um, Okay before setting them up as FBA. And I, I think that we did that just because we wanted to see them live on the site and, sure. and figured, hey, who's going to find them? Well, two days before two days before the products uh, were set to be delivered and we were using a freight forwarder, um, so they, my wife gets an email. And she's like, oh my goodness, look at this. We just sold a product. And, <laughs> and she's all excited. And I looked at her and I said, you do realize we don't have it yet, right? So, <laughs> so that was a little bit of a challenge. Uh, our freight forwarder actually worked a miracle, got it here the next day instead of a few days later, and we were able to sort of send it out. Um, but so that was that was interesting. Oh, and that it, is. It was, it, yeah, it was, you know, it went from being super happy to, oh, bo- oh boy, what do we do? Well, yeah, but on, on a positive note, it was like, wow, I didn't even do anything and I sold one. Well, the crazy, th- yes, and the crazy thing is a few days later, um, you know, we had sent the products in and now, you know, obviously we corrected it. We got everything to FBA. We sent the products in and all of a sudden it was a Sunday and no products had hit the warehouse and we sold 10 units. Oh, wow. And I, I literally, I actually got freaked out because I was like, this must be the competition. They must have found us and they bought samples and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh-oh, look at, you know, I, I started to panic. Um, I actually called Sean from one of the guys. From yeah, me yeah, yeah. And uh, spoke to Sean, and he sort of was like walked me through what it means to be in pending status and the fact that more than likely it wasn't the competition. He was right, and yeah. I I have no idea how somebody found those those products except to think that following the directions that the, the back end of that listing those listings are 
really well optimized. Um, if you would have searched on, for the keyword then, we wouldn't have even shown up before page 145. Oh, wow. Like, legitimately, like we spent the time doing it. So I don't know how they got found, but anyway, they did. But they but did. I, but they but did. They, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, but it's, it's, it's kind of cool at the same breath because it was, it's kind of like you're excited, but yet you're panicked because you're like, did something happen? Is this normal? Like what, what just happened? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's exciting too that you're like, okay, once I get inventory, then this thing might blow up. Um, let me ask you this. So what kind of competition are we talking about? Like, are, I mean, like what, what, what's, what was your goal, I guess, moving into this? Were you like at 10 a day, 20 a day, 30 a day? Like what, what's your, what's your goal in mind? So I got to tell you, so again, because my wife didn't know anything about the 10 by 10 by one. She didn't know anything about that. And I think when I first started going through your private label classroom and realized all that stuff, I was like, Oh God, I think we might've made a mistake because we, we're going, for, you know, the products are under $20. Um, and uh, well, actually, if you don't count Amazon fees, we're, we're definitely, we are making $10 a day. Okay. Um, but after that, we're not obviously. So the goal was, you know what we, we, in the start of it, we didn't actually have much of a goal. We were a little bit unprepared for, for what this actually meant. Mm -hmm. We obviously were just hoping to sell some product and to, to, you know, my wife is, is a, uh, a stay-at-home mom, so she's looking to have a second career. Sure. Um, so that's what this was really for, um, and so we we definitely are not selling ten a day per style mm -hmm. um, as of today. But you know we are we are selling about fifty fifty five units a day. Um, so that is probably more than I thought we were going to sell at this point. Well, let's let's kind of let's back let, let's kind of unpack that a little bit because you know like. You know, if you have a one product, but you have four different SKUs and you can sell, you know, to me, if you can get to your 10 units a day, whether it's three, four, you know, three, to me, that's okay. It's the same product in a sense, but you have just different color variations off of it. So you're going, you're, you're at like 40, 50 units a day, uh, with, with all of your SKUs, you know, Don would say the same thing. It's like, that's, that's how many you're selling per day. That's good. Um, and it doesn't matter at that point because if you're, if you're at the $10 a day or close to it, you know, that's a pretty decent day, right? <laughs> um, now my, my only thing I would say too, and anybody listening, the 10 by 10 by one basically means, um, something that I just kind of came up with. It's kind of easy to understand. It's kind of like, you know, 10 units sold per day at $10 profit per unit, one product, that'd be a hundred bucks a day. And that in a perfect world, that's, that's great. Um, but you know, if you have a product that gets higher demand and you can sell 20 units a day and you're only making five bucks, I'd still probably go for a product like that. It's, it's, it's all depending on what your goal is in mind, but the 10 by 10 by one is just something to kind of, kind of, you know, get started with and kind of sink your teeth into, but Hey, seven bucks a day, uh, per unit would be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but no, that, that's, that, that's great. I mean, 50 units a day, any way that you, that you kind of, you know, throw, uh, <laughs> throw anything at that. I mean, that, that's pretty good. No, it's been amazing. I mean, the the first full month that we, you know, June was the first full month we sold like, I don't know, 225 units, which was I thought was great until no, sorry, that that was June. So that was a half a month. So half then month, July, okay. July came, we sold, you know, almost 650 units. Nice. Um, it was you know, it was a little bit I mean, we were shocked. Mm. Um, and August, it looks like we probably will sell over 1000 units. Wow. 
Um, so, I, you know, obviously the holidays are coming and, and, and the summer is slow. So, you know, we're hoping. Yeah, no, I mean, you're in a good place. If you're in the summer and you're selling that, unless you're selling like a barbecue grill, uh, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's you know. Well, the funny thing is, and, and my wife jokes about this all the time, we literally started in the worst month of the year in, in July mm-hmm. or June. We then started with products that are probably more appropriate for the fall and the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're still having having the success. It's just it's 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 been really exciting. No, that is very exciting. And I guess your next dilemma will probably be inventory. Oh God, don't get me started. <laughs> inventory. I, if somebody can develop a program that can help out, I would really appreciate it. It's it, we're trying so many different things. It's again with so many different SKUs. It's very very complex, as you I'm sure know, mm-hmm. um, to keep it all straight and to forecast demand and figure out how long it takes to get it and minimum order quantities and. Anyway, yeah, no, like there's a- there there are some programs out there right now. I know I had um, Chad Rubin on. He uh, he runs a, a software. He developed it for himself. He's but he's a you know ten million dollar a year business, and it's it is more for the the person who has a lot of SKUs, but also doing a lot of. Um, uh, a, a good amount of revenue. I think it's five, 600 bucks a month, but it manages wow. all of that for you. Um, and it projects, it predicts, um, there is something right now in beta too, that I'm looking at right now. So when that does come available, I'll be able to kind of let people know on that as well. Um, there's a couple other ones on the market again, that I haven't tested, but you know, there are some forecasting tools, um, yep. that do help you with that, but it's still, you got to keep an eye on that stuff. It's not, I mean, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta be able to understand like your projections and, and it's hard to say unless you don't have a full year underneath your belt to see what it did the year before, um, until you get those full, those full two, you know, 12 months. It is. And honestly for us, I think we're just fortunate enough to have, um, enough capital to basically be able to overorder and be okay with what happens knowing mm-hmm. at this point that it's going to sell, mm-hmm. um, just don't know when. So, um, yeah, yeah, pretty, tri- pretty yeah. tricky. No, it is. It is. Uh, and so I guess the next question here, actually going back a little bit, like, okay, so you launched, how many did you actually give away in the beginning to that list of 200? Zero. Really? Uh, zero. So when we, we launched, um, like I said, we dripped out, um, I don't know, 30 or 40, um, emails a day, for about a week to that entire list of about 200 people. Um, we didn't give any discounts. We didn't give any promotions. We didn't do anything. Um, and about, I don't know exactly, about 25 to 30 people um, pulled the trigger and bought um, bought them at full price. And most of them bought multiple units, which, thank you, Dom, that really helped mm-hmm. us a tremendous amount. Um, and... From there, you know, the next plan was, okay, then we're going to start doing promotions. And, but all of a sudden, sales started to pick up mm. um, really from almost day one. So, and reviews started coming in. I mean, I follow your four email sequence mm-hmm. to a T mm-hmm. and it really, really works. Um, not only does it work to get reviews and to get seller feedback, but it also has saved us a few negative reviews because people, you know, leave them under the seller feedback, which Amazon promptly takes away. So sure, that, was, sure. that was awesome. Um, so yeah, so we, the plan was to give it away. And, and in fact, one, I think another thing that I learned at the event was, you know, a way to almost scrape competitors listings looking for, um, Looking for top reviewers, and I, you know, I have a bunch of the software that that can can spit out those lists. But I was looking to, I wanted to see people in real real life um, viewing products. So um, I don't remember who gave me the suggestion, but I ended up going through you know 
I don't know, hundreds of listings, nothing for a similar product, but all something that could live, you know, if it's a garlic press, it could live in the kitchen. Basically. Sure, sure. Um, and I found about 10 or 11 top 1,000 reviewers. Wow. Um, most of them had left vid- videos. I took their, their email addresses and sort and just waited until we were ready. I then sent out, and this is probably an example of what not to do, but I sent out not mass emails and I had tried to personalize it to each one of them, mm-hmm. but I sent them a block of codes. Oh, okay. And what I realized very quickly, and I think it was someone in, in the TAS Live Facebook group had said to me, um, you can't use the, the percentage off the way you're using it because they could actually take every one of your products. Yeah. Um, yeah, you gotta be careful there on, on the, on giving out codes in an email without, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah. That's that, <laughs> lesson learned there. Oh man. That was like uh, so stressful. So I ended up having to cancel all those promotions and saying sorry to all these people. And, and what I ended up doing, four of the people were very kind. Um, and I ended up sending products just directly to their houses, just two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of them ended up giving fantastic reviews and, you know, to have the top 500 badge or 1000 yeah. badge was, was pretty nice on the, on the, on, on the listings. Um, so that really helped also. But other than that, we haven't gone to any review groups. We haven't done any giveaways except for those. Um, and you know, at this point, I think I emailed you yesterday. I think we are looking at maybe doing a giveaway on some of the slower sellers um, okay. to get them from, um, you know, because we're we're so lucky. Four of the of the the main items. So there's like I said, there's six parents. Mm-hmm. Four of the the parents are on page one for the main keyword. Wow. Um, so now I'm thinking that maybe for the two stragglers, um, it might be worth it to, to start doing some promotions. Uh, so, so you're telling me that, so four of your listings, when you search for garlic press, you've got four of your listings showing up on page one. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. And one of them, and I, I was, I, I woke up one Saturday morning, I think it was two weeks ago and almost cried because I went to, to the, to the Amazon app and we were number one. Wow. And so we only stayed there for about a day, but in any case, um, it never left page one since. Wow. Now, okay. And, and did you see your sales go up at all? Cause you were one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good day. Okay. <laughs> that was a, that was so good. here, here would be just again on the side here, as we're talking here casually, um, my thought would be, okay, how many is, uh, re- number one selling? And how many are you currently selling? That one there may be worth it to do a giveaway just to make up the difference for a few days so you can bump yourself back to page one. That's it could be very, very good. Because idea. if it's I mean, if it's benefiting you to be there, yep. uh, because you make more sales, then I would say if if they're selling 20 units a day and you're selling 15, then I would give five away for the next five days to bump myself past the 20 so I can get that page one or, or maybe you do seven a day or something yep. like that. Um, and, and even though you're giving product away, it's helping you rank in that number one spot. And then the more that you can take over that number one spot, your sales will naturally increase. As you said, now you could hopefully secure that spot. Yeah. I mean, I have to tell you, so, you know, another thing we spent a lot of time at the event was talking about PPC. And mm. I remember Chris spent a lot of time and, and I, I think that that's a lot of people got a lot out of that. And I mean, I especially did, um, one of the things that I learned there was, you know, you got to bully your way past everybody else. Mm. And we went super aggressive with PPC, um, from as soon as we had a few different reviews or maybe it was two or three per, per listing, we went hard. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning it was easy because I think the competition didn't know, you know, they, they, they weren't 
it, it must not be super competitive mm-hmm. um, until we started doing it. Um, the, 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 the cost per click was doubled a week later because okay. everybody else started mm-hmm. jumping in yeah. um, and raising their bids. But, you know, another week went by and I think everybody sort of calmed down and, and we're, we're still able to, to get placed um, on page one for most of them. That's awesome. Um, we shut it off for any of the ones that are naturally on page one. We did shut off the, 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 the main word, the main keyword, because you know, no, no need to I mean, I guess we could have kept it, but I didn't want to take the spot of one that wasn't on page one mm. um, of my own listing. So here would be my other recommendation on that, though. So if you're let's say you're on page one, I had a guy ask me how to do this, by the way. So let's say you're on page one, you're ranking organically. Um, I would want to advertise there to be on the right hand side, too, because now I got two spots for the same product on the same page. You know, that's you know you're, exactly, I mean? you're exactly right. And I, we were doing that until I realized that some of our listings weren't making it to the first page oh, okay. because like to, to being uh, advertised on the first page because yeah. the other ones were taking its place. Gotcha. So I would, I wanted to grab the other one from page two, get it to page one. And then we, we took off gotcha. the, the ones that were natural. Yeah. I, I would experiment with that. But, uh, you know, I mean, I had someone say, how do I get top of the page with being sponsored then somewhere on the first page organically? And then on the right hand side, like they want to take up more spots and it's not easy to do. Um, but yeah, most people want to be, uh, be, you know, on that page. And if you're making money, then reinvest it in, in that to be there. And then obviously the more that you do that over time, you're going to automatically start to, as Danny Brewer says, you're going to grow roots. Well, it, you know? and that's, that's a brilliant thing to say. And I agree hundred percent. We, I thought we were spending probably way too much. I mean, it looking back now, I'm, I, you know, it, it's funny. One of the things that I really tried not to focus on was the money. And mm. I, I tried to just say, we have to spend what we have to spend yep. to get onto page one. And I just sort of getting ready to talk to you today, I was like, hey, let me take a look. Um, we ended up, you know, so we had, I mean, $23,000 worth of sales since we started a hair under it. And mm. we only spent 2,500 on PPC. Yeah. Yeah. So not, and, and honestly, we were like, you know, just do whatever you have to do to stay on page one. Mm. Um, and I think it really, really worked. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you looked individually, obviously we had some ACOSs that were over two or 300, which sure. seemed cra- crazy, but we just kept letting it ride. And I think it, I think it's really responsible for getting us to page one. Mm, no, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, okay, cool, man. So you're you're in a good spot, man. Having I didn't I didn't realize that that you've got multiple listings on page one. I mean, we would uh, give our right arm for that, not necessarily, but I come <laughs> close to it. Uh, but I mean, that's that's some good stuff, man. Um, that's awesome. I'm 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 really happy that that's worked out that way as well. So now moving forward. Um, you know, you launched without just having like one product, I guess, per se, right? You've got five parents, similar products, just different versions. And then you've got variations under that. Are there any plans right now to do anything other than what you're doing and just keep growing them? Or are you looking to add another product to this? Are you looking to possibly take what you already have and move it over on, on, uh, you know, maybe your own channel? Like what's your next move? I know you're early into it, but what's your thought process? Well, because we like pain um, and because we obviously <laughs> didn't learn our lesson the first time. My wife has already um, put into production six new new parents oh, with wow. children underneath it. So um, we should have those in early October. Um, oh, wow. So I think, it, look, we're looking to be super aggressive um, with adding styles. Um, I think to win the game that we're in, we need lots of different um, 
products mm-hmm. um, because people definitely buy multiples. So the the more we have, I think the more we're going to sell. Yeah, um, so, I agree. Yeah. So that's that's number one. Um, number two. So it, it's interesting. My wife is now starting. You know, she's she's networking. She's talking to a lot of people about how to make offline sales, and not necessarily in retail, but there's a lot of different ways that that. Um, you know, my wife has found that you can go to whether not necessarily a flea market, but just lots of different places. Whether it's somebody's home um, or whether it's um, at like a, a, a something that's an organized event. So she's going to try to do that in the fall. She's going to try to bring the products to you know all these different various places um, and, and see if we can get some offline sales. Um, in terms of a Shopify site or something like that, I'm not so sure that she's or I that we're ready for that. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not until after the holidays. Yeah, I, I think that's a good strategy, though. I mean, it's again, it's it's something I believe in uh, more so now than ever. Uh, I just, I, I personally know that building out a full-out brand um, and then that you can control that traffic. Um, right now, it's kind of like, uh, it's funny because Scott Thomas, another guy in the class, you know, he talks about it as the, the Amazon crack. It's kind of yep. like when you get on that drug, of, uh, of Amazon, of, of it becoming like this, right? It, it gets to where you get laxed on the other stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you can get caught because, you know, God forbid something happened to your account right now, that would be devastating. Um, you know, maybe not financially fully because, you know, you're doing okay, but the same breath, it's, it's something you wouldn't want to face. Um, so that's why I definitely am a believer in, in building out that external channel as soon as possible when you feel as though, you know, you can do it and give it the energy that it's going to need. But again, uh, you know, if you're already building stuff out and you just want to secure that you're, you're young in the game. So it's like, you still have got time, but I would definitely put that in part of my plan moving forward. Um, because I think you could do well in it. Yeah. Um, I really, really do. Um, so yeah, that's, that would be my take on that. Yep. Definitely something in the, in the, in the plans. I think just, we're going to try to get through the holiday and oh yeah. And just see how see where we are. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, hey, I want to I want to thank you for coming on, Jared. This has been awesome, and uh, I really had a great time hanging out with you as well, and and hearing uh, at that time before you even had your stuff launched is kind of like you know how excited you were, but you know what you were planning to do, and now to see it all kind of happen, um, and then to have you say that you know the the event was very helpful. That that's also rewarding for us because obviously that's what we're trying to do this for, right? Um, so is there anything that you would like to leave anyone that is thinking about even just getting started, uh, you know, whether it's Amazon or, or just, you know, getting started online at all, is there any, any bits of advice you'd like to give them? Well, uh, you know, I, I'd like to steal your catchphrase and say, take action. Yeah, um, perfect. <laughs> just take action. Just do it. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, it, it's, it's with anything. If you don't take action, you can't get any, any type of results, if, whether it's good or bad. If I tell you how many times you know my, we'll have a bad day or something will you know something will go wrong and it always will and if I, I just keep saying to myself just keep moving forward just mm. keep going and it really it it really helps no so just I, it. yeah it's like it's the kind of the thing I always say too it's like we can consume but we've got to do right That's so exactly we right. have to you know and you know like you said you're gonna have those days that you know maybe sales are down or maybe that month they're down um you just got to keep moving forward and, and keep figuring out what you can try next um and, within that to get things moving again 
And by the way, stop paying attention to all the people that are saying Amazon is dead. Yeah. <laughs> because I promise you it's not. No, that's a, that's a great point as well. So, hey, I, I want to thank you once again, Jared. This has been awesome, and I'm sure a lot of people uh, are going to have some good takeaways, but also just be inspired and motivated to, uh, to get out there and do that, to take action. So I want to thank you once again. Keep me posted on all of your, uh, all of your uh, results and uh, the, the ups and downs. I want to hear it all. So uh, definitely keep us posted, and I want to thank you once again for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Scott. I really appreciate everything. Yeah, no problem, man. Good luck to you. All right. Okay, see you soon. All right, so there you go, right? Great interview, great conversation that I had with Jarrett, and I want to thank him once again, and I'm so happy for him, and I just want to remind you, all right, that by listening to this, this isn't just here to motivate you, right, which I hope it does that too, but it isn't just to do that, it's to also show you and be inspired that, you know, if you're feeling confused, if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's normal, but sometimes you just have to kind of go back to basics and start from square one, and then just keep moving forward, all right? And understand this, there's not one story that is going to be the same. Your story is going to be different than mine, than Jarrett's, than anyone else's. So understand that this is a process that you're going to go through, and you're going to learn through that process, but you're only going to learn once you start to take action and do something, and it can be the smallest thing. So again, I just want to remind you that it takes work, it takes being frustrated, it takes it takes taste. It takes being overwhelmed, right? It does. So just embrace it and understand that it's there and it's there for a reason and you're going to learn through this process. All right. So let me also remind you, okay, you guys heard me talk a little bit about it, but we do a live in person. Okay. This is a live in person event where we actually get people in the same room together. We had 10 hot seats the last time. We had 30 attendees. This time it'll be very similar, so very limited, Uh, but people like Jarrett will be there, all right? And you're able to network with those people. You're able to learn from those people, whether it's during the session or at night at the cocktail lounge, whatever it is, right? You're able to learn through this process by getting in person with people, and that's what Jarrett did, and he's so glad that he did because he came there very overwhelmed, and then he left there with a plan, and uh, and he took action. So if you're interested at all in attending one of our live events, depending on when you're listening to this, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live And you can get all the details over there. You can sign up to an early registration list where you can be notified when we do announce this. And I will just say, depending on when you're listening to this, we are going to be having one really, really soon. So you're definitely going to want to hop on that. All right. So uh, definitely go do that. Theamazingseller.com forward slash live. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. 